Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to another edition of the Golden Hose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the Internet. Today is June 23rd, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Leading off with the uh, coronavirus rant slash racism slash police brutality. Um current numbers on coronavirus in the united states 2.36 million cases confirmed 122,000 deaths 733,000 recovered um i don't know how accurate these stats are i'm just on google and i type in coronavirus and it just comes up um just from what i've seen in the uh, last couple of weeks nobody's wearing a mask you know nobody hardly i'm not gonna say nobody the majority of the people that i see are not wearing masks um sunday i went to walmart and I, i passed by at least two churches and you know the line was going out the door and from what i seen nobody really had on masks So I don't know if people are just they don't care anymore or they just, you know, they're just saying if I get it, I get it. Um, And I really don't know what to make of that. I just think people would rather die than be on lockdown again. I, I really think that's the general consensus when it comes to this thing. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's just like any other infectious disease aids whatever you know you have to make that decision that you feel is best for you i mean that's the bottom line you have to make that decision that's best for you and um you know no new symptoms to report um you know something that made me kind of emotional uh, last night at work, I saw on the news uh, this baby uh, in uh, Great Britain, uh, youngest, the youngest survivor of uh, coronavirus. It was a premature baby, so um, you know, it, it, you know, this thing is is crazy, man. And um, that baby looked healthy and everything so i'm just glad that that story ended uh on a positive note um you know there's no cure but there's things that you can do to if you catch it that the 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 recovery time won't be that bad and the 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 symptoms won't be that bad um, you have to do your research on that. I don't want to, 
you know, give out information and someone tries to, I don't know, uh, say I'm putting out false information. You have to do your research on that and find out for yourself. But, you know, coronavirus is not going anywhere. It's here to stay, man. And, um, you know, we'll just see what happens later on this year uh, with everything, football, sports in general, life in general. Um, I hope this thing just goes away and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, moving on to racism. Uh, since the George Floyd situation, we've had several more black people killed in this country at the hands of police officers. Um, like I said, on virtually every episode after George Floyd got killed, it's not going anywhere. This 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 mentality is ingrained into police officers, particularly white police officers. They feel like they have a license to kill black people. <clears throat> um, I seen a, a video. I forget what site it was, but um, cop a cop just reached in the car, grabbed a guy yanked him out and um wasn't trying to put him in handcuffs or nothing just grabbed him on the back of his neck and started squeezing and the guy moved his arm away and then another cop just came flying out of nowhere and tackled him and broke his ankle and they didn't do anything to those cops for that so you know whenever i um Whenever I've been like pulled over, man, I just try to cooperate as much as possible. I don't try to do anything crazy. You know, don't give these guys a reason to kill you. A reason in their mind to kill you. I mean, they're, you know, because, you know, our cops have always been trigger happy. This is not a new millennium type of thing. Cops have always been trigger happy, especially white cops when it comes to black people. We know this, this, you know, this is in our culture. You know, anytime a cop pulls us over, we, we pretty much expect to get the business. You know, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but you see how I always segue from racism into police brutality. It's just synonymous. They're synonymous, you know, um, but just keep just trying to stay on topic with racism um you know this country was built on racism from the very jump okay this is, you know the, the when the pilgrims came over there they, they said they basically said the natives are less than us we're going to take their land and we're going to drive them west and then we're going to take that land. And then we're going to put you on reservations. It's, it's crazy. This, this country was built on racism. It was built on lies and thievery. And just nonsense. So I, I can't really look at the American flag and say, hey, it's pure, it's virtue. It's not. There's a lot of blood on that flag good and bad mostly bad um you know i'm happy to be here 
you know, um, with Trump being in office, it's exposed a lot of things about our country. So, um, you know, a lot of people that normally wouldn't open their mouths, they like to talk. And, uh, you know, it just reveals the true character of some of the people that um, call themselves U.S. citizens. Um, but I just hope we can get better as a people, as a, as a human race. Hope. Um, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, so police brutality. Um one of the first police agencies in this country was called the Slave Patrol. They would go out and catch runaway slaves. And usually, they would have black people hunting for black people. So, I mean, that's really how policing got started, man. Um... You know, I just, like I've said on previous episodes, I, I don't like the defunding of police departments. I think you most definitely need police in this country. I just think there needs to be stiffer penalties for excessive use of force and wrongful death situations. Um... Because when I have a situation that I can't handle that I feel like I might end up in prison for the rest of my life, I call the police to try to be that, um, you know, that, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That, um, just, just to be that buffer between me and the you know the situation and um you definitely need police man you know it's a very hard job they're human but they have to make the right decision every time when you make the wrong decision somebody dies so um but even with that being said even with whatever bill that the the government is going to try going to try to pass until you put in, okay, if you kill somebody and it's a wrongful death thing, you have to foot all their bills. You have to take care of their their family and you can get sued and all this stuff. They're not going to, it's not going to stop. I mean, let's be real about it. Okay, um, so let me know what you think about the first segment, man. Uh, second segment. How I became a MMA fan. Well, I became an MMA fan back in 2010 when a guy named uh, John Jones was, uh, you know, really starting to make headway in that sport. And he brought me in as a fan. He hadn't yet won a uh, championship and his career just took off. And that's really I seen him on ESPN. He was doing some kind of show. They were showing his highlights. I was like, okay, this guy's tall, lanky, very athletic, powerful. He's got skills. You know, okay. He he's an athlete. So, you know, that's how I got into it. 
And then, um, you know, MMA is, is, is gladiators, man. It's, it's, it's just, it's one of the, I don't, I, I wish they had something to cover their ears. That's the only thing that I don't like about it. Um, I don't like when their ears get all roughed up and muffled, but other than that, it's one of the best combat sports out there. Um, I, I'm, I'm more of a boxing fan because you, you have to have more skills in boxing, in my opinion. Um, you know, just having your two fists and your wits is just, it's just something more scientific about that i mean mma you virtually have everything at your disposal legs you know everything knees you know feet you know boxing like they say is that sweet science but mma is like you know a close second a very close second man because you've got some guys that i mean has it they've got the wrestling mastered the mixed martial arts, um, everything, submissions, and, um, you know, this sport has grown so much from back in the day when it was just like, you know, just guys brawling in the ring, so, um, I'm gonna continue to be an MMA fan, and hopefully this sport continues to grow and get huge, um, okay, now getting on to the Florida State stuff. Brian Burns, can he take off this year? And he had a pretty good year, man. Um, I don't like that 53, but it is what it is. Seven and a half sacks uh, his rookie year. Not bad, not bad. Um, I don't think he was a starter. Um, first round pick, number sixteen. Uh, I think he can be an every down player, man. He's got to put on some more weight though, but he's very athletic. Um, so he ran a four five three. At the combine last year, 6'5", 250. I mean, that's phenomenal. And he's quick as a hiccup. So I just, I just see, I just see him taking off this year if the season is played, man. I just, I don't see how this guy is not taking the next step towards greatness. Um... One of the best pure pass rushers to ever come through Florida State. All right, he's a little light. He's a little light in the britches um, when he played there. But I, like I said, I like to see him put on about 15 more pounds of muscle, get up to 265. Then I think he's ready to be a beast. Um, you know, I think I think he can. I think he can double his sack output. Uh, this year I really think he can man um, So let me know what you think about Brian Burns Being an all pro And taking off This year if the season is played 
Alright, um, next, Kelvin Benjamin. Um, started out pretty good with the Carolina Panthers. 6'5", 245, first round pick number 28 in 2014. Um, ran a four six one at the Combine back in, um, 2014. Um... I mean, he just ate himself out the league pretty much. I mean, for the for a man his size, he probably needs to be around 215, 220. I mean, great hands, not a great route runner. Um hasn't been in the league in since 2018 with the Chiefs, but um You know, I don't know what to say, man. He just blew up. And he has some injury issues also. Um, so, I don't know, man. Maybe, I hope he can make a comeback. You know, I'm always going to pull for him. His first year, he had 73 receptions for 1,008 yards and 9 touchdowns. Um, the Super Bowl year, he was injured the whole season. Then the following year, he had 63 catches for 941 yards. Um, I remember his rookie year, you know, a radio host where I used to live said he was an elite receiver. And I said, no, he's not an elite receiver. He doesn't run great routes. He catches a lot of deep balls because he's big. And he catches, he caught a lot of jump ball touchdowns uh, in the end zone. And, um, you know, I, I, I hate to say I was right, but he wasn't a, an elite receiver. But I hope he can come back, you know, in shape and uh, ball out, man. Um, I ain't, We ain't heard nothing from him. He's 29 years old. So the clock is ticking if he's trying to make a comeback, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, he he he's going to go down in Florida State history f- forever for that game-winning touchdown against Auburn in the national championship 7 years ago, but or 6 years ago, but I mean, it is what it is. So let me know what you think about Kelvin Benjamin. Do you think he can make a comeback? All right. Last segment for this episode. Nick O'Leary. Only 27 years old. All right. Only 27 years old. 6'3", 252. Um, Played four years at Florida State. John Mackey Award winner, um, first team All American, first team All ACC, um, USA Today High School All American. Um, just hasn't been able to stay healthy, man. Um, drafted in the sixth round, I was surprised he went that late because I just thought he was just gonna be like a you know, I thought he was going to take off. I thought he was just going to get to the league and take off. He played three years with Buffalo. 
two years with Miami and one with Jacksonville or a half a season in 2019 with Miami and uh, the rest of the season with Jacksonville, but um, on April 6, 2020, O'Leary signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. He was placed on reserve non-football injury list May 28th, 2020. So I don't know. Let's see what that is. Uh, retirement, heart surgery, Nick O'Leary's roller coaster Monday. This was yesterday. Wow. I'm reading. Give me a second here. Uh, Knowles fans can. By bus, he. I mean, like he's been, he's been through some crazy stuff, man. Okay, he retired. Okay, he's retired. He retired yesterday. Okay. Um, well, I wish him the best of luck in his retirement. Um, I wish he could have took off and had a great career, but hey man, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. Um, so that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, be safe, be kind, be courteous, wear a mask. Thank you for listening. And um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go Knowles.